Well, good morning. It's good to be vertical. Good to see you. I, uh, you know, I, I have to be careful in my description of what this stuff was because I've had colds that were worse than what I had. Uh, and it was mostly allergies, I think, more than anything else. But who knows what the tests are really coming back with. You know, I mean, you, you take one and you, it's, a, it's a kind of a crapshoot as to whether it's legit or not. I do think there is something out there, and I do think certain people really need to take it very serious. Uh, Joni uh, had it, although she never got tested. She had more COVID symptoms than I did. And so uh, I want to thank you so much for praying for us during that time and for sending food and checking up on us. And we felt very loved, and uh, we didn't get in one fight. I didn't say we liked each other the whole time, but we didn't express it to each other. So thank you so much for that. I'm not sure, I don't, I think we'd both probably test negative now, but I'm not sure either one of us is 100% uh, yet, just from being uh, confined for so long. But I want to, I want you to take your Bible and turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, because I want you to do something the next week or two. Um. Some of the ladies have something they want to present next Sunday, so I don't know how much of this I'll get to follow up on. But if not then, then the next Sunday. And uh, But I do need to ask you this question in general, logistically speaking. Christmas is next Friday, is that correct? How many of you plan on being here if we meet next Sunday? Still, plan, still want to meet? I guess I'm asking. Okay. I know sometimes we have other plans, but uh, well, we'll plan on meeting next Sunday then. We've, we've alluded to this verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. My prayer for 2021 is that we would grasp hold of the idea that my spiritual maturity, my spiritual growth is, this is so hard to, to describe, On one sense, it is our responsibility, but on the other sense, we have nothing to do with it. Does that make any sense? It's kind of like salvation. I didn't have anything to do with salvation except to receive it, okay, to just receive it. My spiritual growth, I can't be dependent upon anyone else to feed me spiritually. My relationship with the Lord is my relationship with the Lord. And if I'm dependent on a preacher or a teacher or somebody else to feed me and to lead me, I'm going to starve to death, literally. It is important that I learn what it means to be intimate with the Lord firsthand, how to study Scripture, how to meditate on the Lord, how to behold the Lord. And so my heart, my desire for 2021 is that each of us would catch that, and that we would learn some things about approaching scriptures. I was talking to someone this week, and they were saying, you know, I've really been remiss in spending time in the Word. 
And I could tell just by them saying that there was this heaviness that came on them, like, I need to spend time in the Word, but I'm not. And I so grieved for that. And so I tried to communicate to them a practice to do. And, I, and I've done it with you. I've said, look, take this verse. Take one verse. Don't take the Bible. Don't take a chapter. Don't take a book. Take one verse. And take that verse before the Lord. And repeat that verse to the Lord. Say, Lord, for instance, with me, I, the one I like is, uh, the Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is my light of my salvation. Whom shall I be afraid? Now, we can memorize that. And then when we get scared, we can go look it up and try to convince ourselves of it. Or we can take that verse before the Lord. The biggest hindrance in understanding the mind of God is thinking that we know the mind of God. The biggest hindrance in us embracing and understanding the mind of God is thinking we know the mind of God. And so we don't approach the Lord humbly. We don't approach the Lord knowing nothing. We approach the Lord, oh, I know that verse. I know what that means. I know what that says. And when we do that, we miss out on the freshness and the newness of the Lord today to show me something about that that I don't know. And so I encourage them to take this approach. Father, here's this verse. I know this verse. The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I fear? And I want you to say to the Lord, Father, I have no idea what this means. I have no idea what this verse means. I can figure something out in my head, but until you show me what it means, I don't know what it means. Until you reveal it to me, it's not real to me. It's just in my head. And so I wanted to encourage him to do that with the verse, the Lord. What does it mean for the Lord to be my Lord? Father, what does that mean? And listen, the Lord is the strength. How are you strength, Lord? I, what does it mean? Are you my muscles? What does it mean that you are my strength? And just go to the Lord and commune with him over the verse and not just study it with my mind and think because I gather information about it, it's going to make any difference in my life. And they said, I can do that. All of a sudden, the light came. I can do that because it was intimate with the Lord. It wasn't just more information, and it wasn't having to depend on your own mind to understand things. And listen, if we're all honest, we don't know what it means anyway. Let's just admit we don't know and just say that to the Father. Father, I don't know what this verse means but I'm going to ask you to reveal it to me and show me. And so my prayer for 2021 is that each one of us would grasp that understanding of just intimacy with the Lord, of approaching it with him. And so this verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, we're going to look at verse 17 and 18. It says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Verse 18. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. All right, here's what I want you to do. Take that verse. Here's some questions you can ask. Father, what does it mean to behold you? You said here that as we behold you, what does it mean to behold you. Be quiet. Listen. 
Father, what is the purpose in beholding you? Why are you wanting me to behold you? We all have had our, as we've talked about this over the years, we've all had our expectations about what it's going to be like to behold the Lord. The one I hear most often is, I went to the Lord, I tried to behold the Lord, but I didn't hear anything. And that's so frustrating. But I had someone say something to me last week that was just, well, the last time I was here, uh, that was so refreshing. They said, you know, as I first started going to the Lord, I wasn't hearing anything. And that was kind of frustrating. And they said, but now I look back and I'm different. Didn't plan on that, did you? I have to hear something. What's the purpose in beholding the Lord? What is the purpose of beholding his glory? It tells us in this verse. Ask the Lord how that's relevant. What glory is it that you're telling me to behold? Now watch. If this is a command, and it is, and he's telling us to do something, then this glory has to be findable. Correct? If he tells me to behold it, I have to be able to find it. I have to be able to see it. I have to be, it has to be consistent enough that I know what it is and that I know where it is and that I know how to behold it. We have all kinds of stories about what the glory of God is. I mean, we, you just, the things that we attribute to the glory of God are just, they're not consistent. They're not findable. They're not beholdable. It's kind of like, oh, there's a surprise. God, you know, gold flakes fell from the sky. I got a gold tooth. All these things that are so obscure that are not definable and dependable and consistent. How can I consistently behold something that I don't even know what it is? What is this glory that God wants us to behold? Where is this glory that God wants us to behold? These are the things I want you to ask the next, at least the next week, maybe the next two weeks, as we're with the Lord. One thing that you can look at is look at the context of this verse. What is he talking about in this verse? What does the other verses refer to? And ask the Father to show you, how do I do this? How do I behold you? What is this glory you want me to behold? What's the purpose in beholding this glory? Okay, God, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to expect you to do it quick because I've only got a little minute here. Is that my mentality about it? Am I giving myself to it regardless of whether or not I can see? I promise you, Moses didn't know there was glory on his face till the people told him. He didn't know it. They're the ones that reacted and revealed it. So as we take this verse, we all with unveiled face, have I got a veil over my face that's keeping me from beholding your glory? What is a veil that can keep me from beholding your glory? You see the possibilities here? I mean, we think we know what that verse means. But when we really just be still, and ask the Lord things about it. But we all with unveiled face, 
beholding as in a mirror. What's the purpose of a mirror? Huh? What's the purpose of a mirror? It reflects something back. Okay? Glass is not a good word. I think King James uses the word glass. The word literally is a mirror. We're beholding in a mirror something. It's reflecting something back. We're being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as from the Lord, the Spirit. All right, there's your homework. Take that verse. Ask some of these questions. Ask your own questions. Be still before the Lord and ask him to just speak to you and give you clarity. Now, the Lord speaks in other ways besides English. Okay? He speaks just by showing us things. He speaks by revealing things to us. We might ask him something to tell us something, and we might not see the answer till later on during the day, but we're looking for it. I'm looking for you to respond to me that I might know what this means. So just show it to me, keeping my senses out to be able to identify whenever the Lord reveals something to me. He doesn't fit in our time frame, all right? How? How does this, I don't want to get too far because I'm answering one of some of the questions in there. So is this clear as mud, okay? So this is just an assignment. We can start with this verse, and there's no telling where it'll take you from here. I mean, I've been at this with this verse for a month, and I'm still seeing things. And that's frustrating because I want to get through with this. You know, I know, I think, I think you're as tired of it as I am, honestly. And, uh, but I'm not in charge of all that. All right, any questions? Hope we never finish it. Okay? Anyone else?